two weeks in, and this was my fourth headache. How would I explain something like that to the prince? As if it wasn't bad enough that nearly every girl left was a two. As if my maids weren't already slaving away to fix my weathered hands. At some point, I would have to tell him about the waves of sickness that crashed without warning. Well, if he ever noticed me. Queen Abby sat at the opposite end of the women's room, almost as if she was purposefully separating herself from the girls. By the slight chill that seemed to roll off her shoulders, I got the feeling that we weren't exactly welcome as far as she was concerned. She extended her hand to a maid, who in turn filed her nails to perfection. But even in the middle of being pampered, the queen seemed irritated. I didn't understand, but I tried not to judge. Maybe a corner of my heart would be hardened too if I'd lost a husband so young. It was lucky that Porter Shreve, her late husband's cousin, took her as his own, allowing her to keep the crown. I surveyed the room looking at the other girls. Gillian was a four like me, but a proper one. Her parents were both chefs, and based on her description of our meals, I sensed she'd take the same path. Lee and Madison were studying to be veterinarians and visited the stables as often as they were permitted. I knew that Nova was an actress and had throngs of adoring fans willing her onto the throne. Uma was a gymnast and her petite frame was graceful, even in stillness. Several of the twos here hadn't even chosen a profession yet. I guessed if someone paid my bills, fed me and kept a roof over my head, I wouldn't worry about it either. I rubbed my aching temple and felt the cracked skin and calluses drag across my forehead. I stopped and stared down at my battered hands. He would never want me. Closing my eyes, I pictured the first time I'd met Prince Clarkson. I could remember the feeling of his strong hand as he shook mine. Thank goodness my maids had found lace gloves for me to wear, or I might have been sent home on the spot. He was composed, polite, and intelligent. All the things a prince should be. I had realized over the past two weeks that he didn't smile too much. It seemed as if he was afraid of being judged for finding humor in things. But, my goodness, how his eyes lit up when he did. The dirty blonde hair, the faded blue eyes, the way he carried himself with such strength, he was perfect. Sadly, I was not. But there had to be a way to get Prince Clarkson to notice me. Dear Adele, I held the pen in the air for a minute, knowing this was pointless. Still, I'm settling in very well at the palace. It's pretty. It's bigger and better than pretty, but I don't know if I have the right words to describe it. It's a different kind of warm in Angelese than it is at home, too, but I don't know how to tell you about that, either. Wouldn't it be wonderful if you could come feel and see and smell everything for yourself? And yes, there's plenty to smell. As far as the actual competition goes, I haven't spent a single second alone with the prince. My head throbbed. 
I closed my eyes, breathing slowly. I ordered myself to focus. I'm sure you've seen on TV that Prince Clarkson has sent home eight girls, all of them fours and fives, and not one six. There are two other fours left, and a handful of threes. I wonder if he's expected to choose a two. I think that would make sense, but it's heartbreaking for me. Could you do me a favor? Will you ask Mama and Papa if there's maybe a cousin or someone else in the family who's in the upper castes? I should have asked before I left. I think information like that would be really helpful. I was getting that nauseated feeling that sometimes came with the headaches. I have to run. Lots going on. I'll send another letter soon. Love you forever. Amberly. Amberly.